It's not feeling at all a lot like Christmas. Anywhere I look, Bloomin' this is a weird one. Guys, you are going to be like us right now, getting ready for the most bizarre Christmas ever. And actually, a new strain of Christmas. Hopefully, you won't have to strain through this. You'll laugh your way through it. Shall we start? One, two, one, two, three, four. Corona's come home, people. I'm telling you, this is this is the week. This all of a sudden, did uh, boys come on, back me up. Does it not feel like it's at our doorstep now? I I told you, I, I, this brought me all of a sudden. It took me back a few episodes where I cracked the first joke and I said Corona here. Do you remember? I said Corona, coronavirus here. And, yeah. and I thought, you know what? This joke. I was joke. We were joking back there because we didn't know the hungama we were going to be in. But mm. boy, boy, has it touched down big style all of a sudden again, Bruh. Well, so not not even a year ago, I was on stage doing a stand-up show and I went to the people, what do you reckon? Is it another Y2K millennium bug or is this one for real? And it was a 50-50, uh, you know, like that. Who would have thought? Here we are. This is our, this is our Christmas celebration podcast episode, by the way. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's our all... Christmas party. It's our Christmas yeah. party, boys. Oh, welcome back from Dubai, Satch. Well. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. Not, not looking... Too tanned. I was. I can't notice any difference in your shade of brown. Mm. Yeah, no. Like, I, you know, like I was. I wasn't really out that much. Do you see? What I mean, like I was out, but not like it wasn't baking. Like it wasn't thirty degrees plus. So did you? you know. Did you factor up? What was your? No, I didn't because it weren't. It weren't that sunny. Like it was sunny. It weren't that hot where you'd get affected. Do you see what I mean? It was basically like um, UK summer, but not really nice. peak summer. So, so as you were leaving, obviously things were changing. The, 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 you know, the, the, the world has been changing, especially in the last 24 hours, such as you've yes. been leaving. Um, yes. And just to bring everyone up to speed, UK have found another strain of the, the coronavirus. I heard. Sudden Boris screams it out from the top of the tower. Everyone's scared of us. And now everyone's banned our flights to land in their country. I had, you know who phoned me? Balak Muchal phoned me and goes, Kedge, what's Ooh. going on in England? Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, well, we've just had a plane land here. Five people landed in India and they've all come with this new strain. Everyone has started a panic in India. She goes, Kedge, do we need to be what? Like, obviously, because she, she knows, you know, my links to the government and all the sources that I have. Of course, clearly. Yes. For, 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 you know, she didn't ring Modi because Modi's busy at the moment. But she rang me for the, you know, the official lowdown. <laughs> did Kedgy. she sing? Did she sing? Kedge, Kedge, mutton, don't go out, go out. Kedge, mutton, don't go out, go out. Did she? Did she did turn into a song of what one of her she, songs? Kedge mutton. I don't know. I couldn't think of Kedge. <laughs> Kedge. Kedge. I don't know what. I don't, yeah, like little lamb, my little lamb. I don't know. Kedge I don't know mutton. where I was going. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet of her. Though. No, no, no. Basically, you know what? That's exactly it. It feels like it suddenly got really serious. It was that story that we were hearing about all over the world and around the country. And now for, for us, London went into tier four lockdown. That was key. But so they're saying from Boxing Day, all of Essex will go into lockdown, uh, a tier four lockdown as well. So it's kind of all my patch and beyond. See, I kind of, uh, the moment that Boris came out and put London in the southeast into tier four or whatever it is, that was like a bit of a moment because I was in Dubai and I was watching that live like on the telly and it actually felt like it was something kind of like Independence Day or something because it just, do you know, it's just all serious and you usually, 
like you know the past sort of few times that people have gone into lockdown and stuff they've kind of been dilly dallying a bit and this yeah. time was like no midnight lock off bang down which is why ladies and gentlemen i'm still here i we didn't go to dubai so dubai is cancelled well, christmas done. trip cancelled yeah and and laid and and here, here we are this is where we're very, residing very quickly about dubai just just one point um obviously i came back like i came back today actually so we're recording this on a wednesday <laughs> yep the podcast comes out on a thursday and um i gotta say flight back completely empty wow no one's coming back well, I mean, let's be honest, who'd want to come back to the uh, the cesspit of the coronavirus at the moment, which is the UK? And also now, well, yeah, that's your home. But also, I don't know, in the last few hours, the breaking news is that we've got some new one from South Africa. It's mutated. Yeah. Again. and it's just like oh my god like you know and and obviously i've got doctor friends and dentist friends and you know and they all rang me and they went kedge this is going to be a long winter brace yourself because they reckon that schools are not going to be opening for a couple of months after the christmas holidays oh, um, wow. and 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 they reckon that well one of one of the doctors says he reckons that it'll be interesting to see what this vaccine does against the mutated version that we've got because it might not you know we might have to go back to the drawing board yeah the- exactly it's it's like software updates when like that old oh, that app doesn't work is glitching now that previous vaccine is not going to work against this new ios android whatever mm. you know kind of software so I, I i absolutely get that i think i think this is it's funny how people still like to they like to attribute the virus to somewhere oh we've got the south african strand first it came from china if like, listen it's going to kill you no matter where it's from it doesn't matter what country it's from don't do the yes. badnami of that country it's not their fault they don't know no what way. they're doing either no one knows what they're doing can i also say i know you you know, for, for people in the UK, this what this means is that it's messed up all the Christmas plans because we were told that we were going to have five days of fully go bargle and yeah. we were allowed to meet our families and everything. All of a sudden, that's, you know, shut down. You've got to just, whoever's in your house, that's who you're going to have Christmas with now. That's it. So for a lot of people, you know, you've got to think about the people who might have to travel. They're stuck. They're going to spend it alone or maybe not with their family, you know. But the... Firstly, I think we need to sort of just talk about what this means for Asian families is that it's just all of a sudden everyone's interpreting the rules differently to their to how it suits them. So what, I know what do you mean. What do you mean? So so there's a lot of there's a lot of families who go, well, actually, you know, you're all my children. So we're allowed to meet because it's just one bubble because the bubble now is getting bigger and bigger all of a sudden. Who's, who's, who's trying to claim you as a kid, Kedge? <laughs> I wish someone claimed me. but I'm waiting. I'm waiting to spend Christmas with somebody. But the thing is, the thing is, I, I, I know these conversations are happening. And it, again, it's that time again where us Asians, young people have to speak to our parents and go, you know what? You can't bend these rules. You can't just say, oh, yeah, but, you know, you came out of my stomach. Therefore, we are still the same bubble. A lot of things have happened since I've come out of your stomach. And so, therefore, you need to just, you know, understand the rules. And I think, again, it's a lot of Asians having a lot of difficult conversations with their parents who don't understand. Because now I tell you why we're an emotional bunch, right? So you think about Asians who don't get invited to weddings, who don't get the formal invite. Let them, they're invited. Oh, I, I gave the invite to your to your son. I thought you know that would account for all of you. Mm. No, he didn't tell me personally. So oh. it's, we're an emotional lot. We like to be told. So I can imagine around this time they all want to be together. They want to be you know the grandparents want to be around their kids and their grandkids and all that. Um, but you're right. We we've had to do it. My mum and dad live like two three roads away from me. You guys know that. Yeah, they're yeah. on they're on their Jack Jones 
presents for Christmas Day. Wow. I'm I'm sitting there in my house with the four of us. I just, I, you know how weird it was to suddenly, because obviously Dubai got cancelled, tier four, insurance isn't valid anymore. So um, that's it. That's over. I have to go and buy a turkey for four people. Because four people is going to be ample because Logan and Milo are going to have like half portions. So you're like, that's, it was weird to pick up this little thing and do all my whole Christmas shop in about half an hour, 45 minutes. And you know what? I had the Christmas delivery. I managed to find a slot, which obviously dropped all the stuff off yesterday. Oh. And so luckily, but the thing was, the, the initial order was costing up about 200 quid almost. And just like hours before the, the, you know, the deadline happens, I quickly took out. It ended up just being an 80 pound shop because it was so, all of a sudden you don't need a lot of food, booze, yeah. crisps, alcohol, all of that. And all of and I thought, wow, 80 quid shop. That's just that's cheaper than a normal one. I might be late to the party on this. I'm going to a slight tangent here, a little tubby tangent. When you're in, you, obviously you do, you do home shop all the time, Tesco, uh, at K- Tesco. I know they called you Tesco. So <laughs> Ked, Ked, <laughs> Kedco, Kedco, right? That's a, that's a big, that's a big chain happening. Yeah, yeah. Well, not yet. It's about twenty years away. Oh my god, what kind of store will that be? You get ripped off every time. So <laughs> forget. That. You always do home. You don't go. So you haven't been to a supermarket. I don't know. Have you been in the supermarket this year? Yeah, yeah. I've been now and then because obviously I don't always get the slots. And there was times when you know it was very difficult to get a slot. But I, like I said, I keep, I keep. You know, it's become like my routine. I wake up and I check Tesco first. Then I say oh. God. It's like, you know, Tesco is Baguan at the moment. Yeah. So oh, not, if you, not, if, not Amazon. If, no, no, well, no, Amazon was last week's Baguan. Move on. It, it moves on. You know I mean? Okay. Yeah, right? So hold on, let, let's just get this right, Kedge. If you didn't get a slot, you had to sort yourself out. It's just being be like me back at boys school, isn't it? <laughs> Basically, what I was going to say was, though, about being at the supermarket, game changer, first time I've ever done it. And I did it because I was expecting a, a, a call, a work call. Is I took my hands-free headphones, noise cancelling. Have you ever worn them whilst you're doing your big shop? Because you don't have to put up with all the rubbish music in store. You got your own tunes. I'm telling you, it was rubbish actually music. fun. Bob, it's Christmas. It's, it's Christmas, Christmas music. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you get the same kind of songs on back to back. There's only about three, two or three good Christmas songs. So Hello. You put your- you put your hip-hop R&B and garage on while you're shopping, I tell you, your yeah, shopping no, experience elevates no. to another level. I'm not, have, I'm not having this one bit. <laughs> Why? Sorry, 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 Grinch. I'm sorry, <laughs> but we're not having this. No. I, I can't believe... You can listen to garage R&B all day, all year round, but enjoy the festive Christmas. No, I, no, no, no. Sing along to a bit of, you know, wham and all of that. You can put that into your playlist if you really want it. But what I'm saying is you get that tinny sound. It's in the distance. You've got kids screaming over it. You've got, you know, trolleys being dragged around, people moaning and fighting. All I'm saying is it was, it was a game. I had my own playlist. Um, I, tell you, I might even share it with people. I'm going to give you my shopping playlist. These are the tunes to dance down the aisles to. Chalato, <laughs> 
के नीचे तू कहे तू बन जाऊं डीजे दिन रात बजाऊं गाने हिंदी इंग्लिश नए पुराने हुकुम चला रिक्वेस्ट ना कर नाची जावे भी रेस्ट ना कर पेशेंट हूं तेरे हुस्न का पेशेंस मेरी टेस्ट ना कर डीजे आले गाना बजा दे जून सब भी कह रही है बाकी पूरी कर दूंगा मैं कोई कसर जो रह रही है DJ Wale Babu, look at that. Take that is that feels Christmassy. I don't know what did we did that come out around Christmas time. I don't know if it was near Christmas time. It was more like Octobery time. Mm. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, I think I'm just merging all of our silly parody Christmas songs, and it was Gala Cheshma was our Chris, one of our Christmas songs. Correct. DJ Wale Babu, you're right. What was it? it was a summer anthem because we did our Breakfast Wale Babu song, of course. Did you hear about? Um, did you hear about the little Bollywood um, party that got busted because they were they were they were breaking coronavirus rules? Yeah. No, was that in Bombay? Yeah, there was a Guru Randhawa was there. Yeah. Uh, there was a few of them who got caught, and 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 I got the lowdown on it. And I obviously, I can't say because you know I'm sworn to secrecy. But there were a couple of people that we know who were there. Oh wow. What do- what did Pollock say? What did Pollock, what did Pollock say? Who, who was there? <laughs> well, it's funny you said Pollock did tell me who managed to escape, but there was a few people who escaped. And this was, I thought this was hilarious. A few of them were at this party escaped through the back door when the police came through the front. And I was like, that's lucky, what? isn't it? Yeah. A few of them escaped through the back door and got away, so the police didn't catch it. But Guru Randhava, I think, who else was it? It was Gohar, Gohar Khan, I think, was there. Wow. I would have just jumped into Guru Randhava's hair. Yeah, everyone can just just hit in the quiff for a day or so. Um, it's it's funny you talk about Bollywood because I think all right, a, a half of them were probably at that party, but the other half of them were all in Dubai. Every time I turned on um, Instagram, yeah. they were checking. Nergis Fakri was at was in Dubai when 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 I was there. Like I saw her talking about her stay. Um, ooh, I bumped into Kanika Kapoor at the airport on the way back. I tell you, I tell you, wasn't partying. Was uh, obviously Nea Kakar because she's um, pregnant now, isn't she? Did oh, you see yes. the piece of the bump? Oh, already? Well, there you go. Everyone, social media was running around a mock because, oh my God, they only got married. You know, this is yeah. only married. You know, this is not even honeymoon baby, all of that kind of thing. Guess what, guys? It was fake. Oh, well, it was fake news? No, the bump was fake. What, 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 like what? It, was, it was it was a picture doctored was it done by her was it done by somebody else this has driven me nuts today when i found out what well, well come again so she, she announced that she was having a baby did, and they did and, all the photos and her husband's rubbing her stomach they did videos of her you know eating gulgapa while she's yeah, pregnant, yeah. stroking the tummy i don't know if how, how how much everyone's been following the neha Kakar pregnancy story they've just come out and they said uh, it was just to promote her latest track are you serious? I wonder like this is a joke from you. No joke. I, honestly, I, I was a little bit annoyed when I found this out. I was like, how can you go to that level to promote a song? That is bizarre. I, I just well, think that's what, weird. What, what's the song called? And what has it linked to the song? Oh, Mirovich Kaka Nehaga. It was just a joke. Kaka. Now I'm having a baby. Just had the shaddy. Now I'm having a baby. Something like that, I think it was. Just had the shaddy. Now I have a baby. What is that? 
<laughs> Thank God he didn't write a song. No, that, yeah. And, and, and somebody, somewhat, so somebody went, I tell you what, now, I tell you what would be great if you fake a pregnancy. That'd be, oh, what, I'll tell you, sorry, can I just say then, is anybody watching The Stranger on Netflix? <gasps> New one, right? New one to me. I watched three episodes back to back last night. Last night. And sorry, the link is, I won't just give a little bit too much away, probably already, but it's about fake pregnancies. Uh, and, and and faking a pregnancy. Well, part of it is not it's all It's a good it. show, though. I never got onto it. It's a good show, that one. It's, you know what, bruv? It's up there with the undoing in the well, way that it unravels. Well, the yeah. way that, oh. Now, you don't, you don't need to watch that, mate. Just log on to Instagram and, and check out Neha Kaka's uh, page, mate. That's it. You don't need to watch any other program. <laughs> She's no stranger. <laughs> Anyway, so, yeah, we were talking about celebrities and, and, you know, they're obviously celebrating Christmas parties, but we are going to be completely the opposite here. There's going to be no Christmas parties. And I think, you know what, it's only right we, we all share our Christmas plans because it is all gone upside down, isn't it? It's, it's a lot of, lot of decision-making. And, and actually, you're going to have to actually think, how are you, what are you going to do this Christmas? Because it's just your household. My issue is Logan's four. Milo is eight, right? You can't yes. play a proper board game with them, right? You can't play Monopoly or something like that. We played Snakes and Ladders today, me and Logan. And like, obviously the numbers go left to right, then right to left, and then left yeah. to right, you know, like it's, it, it snakes up as, you know, as the numbers go. But he, my man's going up the sides and I'm trying to tell him he doesn't know what numbers are, you know. And it was, it was winding me up. It was winding me up. I didn't enjoy the game. I was, and then I realized I'm just doing it for him. And then I went, and then I got right close to, like, there was number 96, 97. There's a snake there. <clears throat> Straight back to number 22 or something. It was ridiculous. There was that. And then we got uh, Mario Brothers, the new Mario Brothers on the Switch, right? So my wife used to play it as a kid. So she's loving it. Milo's loving it. They went, oh, join us. I played. Within about 30 seconds, they started both shouting at me. You're slowing us down. Don't move ahead too fast. You're going to push me off the ledge. I was like, this is not fun. So to answer your question, Kedge, we've fallen out and it hasn't even got to Christmas Day yet. There oh, is wow. no game. I've got no games. I've got nothing. I'm just going to eat and go to sleep. Well, well what are you doing? How, how, how do you... You, how can you entertain that? You can't have no party games. You love a party game, Kedge, in, in a small bubble. Well, I, what I've done is, is I had to do a little quick sort of, a uh, little Google search, and I had a quick sort of run to the, to, to the old uh, Amazon app and order a few games that, okay. which, are, which are worthy of playing on Zoom. And, and, I, and I hate Zoom yeah. games, and I yeah. hate it. But I just think that's the only way you're going to get through Christmas. You, you're going to have to speak to everyone on Zoom. And then, you know, a good one, a, a good one is, especially with adults, and, and then kids will get involved as well. But I think it's a brilliant one to, you know, where you do the, the sort of the treasure hunt game on Zoom. You know about that one, don't you? Where, yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Where, so I'll go, you know, look for a, look for a um, I don't know, a patilla or something like that. Yeah. And you, yeah, yeah. So, the, but it's funny because you get aunties and uncles all running around their house and stuff like that, and they don't know where things are, you know. So I think that, I, I mean, it's going to have to be that. What else can you do? And yeah, I've downloaded a little game just for myself just because you know when I want the time out I've just got a, a driving a good old racing car game on the PlayStation it's oh. old because you know what I just want to do it's, it's like Need for Speed but it was called Burnout I don't know you guys are not gamers but it was absolutely back- I know what Burnout is. I, Burnout's been going for years I used to by the way you lot are not gamers I used to review games for gadgets for TV right but, but that's why what I know Burnout Amstrad 
Huh? Yeah, I can read the tape names. Yeah. <laughs> the, He's the writing this in the newspaper column. <laughs> it was, it was, um, it was way back in the day. You know what? You won't be. You're not far off because it was like Sega Mega Drive days. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, isn't it? I'm getting cart. I'm getting cartridge at least. Um, but burnout's been going a long time. Ked, you know what's so weird, bro? All this week I've been looking at. Uh, racing car games because that's the one thing like Logan's into I can go split screen forget him I can carry on racing right and he, he, he don't know numbers he don't know he comes last so um, um, so it, we played Mario Kart and I thought that's what I'm playing remember you know Asphalt the game Asphalt yes, Asphalt brilliant that so we've got Asphalt on the phone. He loves that. Yeah, it's another kind of burn and burnout. Similarly, you crash. It slows down. The camera spins around. Isn't, you feel the impact. Yeah, it's an asphalt. Something you put on your roof. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. I think it's just tarmacky. Another word for like the rubber or the tarmac. Yeah. One of the two. Someone will correct me, no doubt. Um, but um, but yeah, that's so funny. A good racing car game. That's a good place to lose yourself in, right? Exactly. It's, it's a good, so yeah, Satch, what you got planned? So, I mean, you know, just as you guys have been saying, board games and, you know, uh, video games and, you know, eating, drinking, blah, 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 Christmas Day, so it's, it's usually the same at our house. But we've kind of all decided on the sort of family um, WhatsApp group is we're just going to postpone Christmas this year. Oh. oh. So we, we're, we're going to do it in January, maybe. January 25th? Just whatever. We're just going to pick a weekend and we're just going to do... When you say postpone, I mean, yeah. we're, it's not like you're going to be able to start, you know, no, hug, just, uh, yeah, no, we're, not pl- we're not planning it for, it's just whenever we can get together, we're going to get together and have a day like how we would have Christmas because there's a lot of people that are kind of self-isolating and all this kind of jazz. Yeah. So, you know, we all kind of thought, you know what, it's, it's, it's just a bit of a time at the moment where, you know, we just want to kind of all be there for each other and, you know, just do it all together when we can. Yeah, so you're happy just to cut in a way. You happy to let this one go, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Let this one go, and then in a few months, whatever weeks, yeah. hopefully, time you you you'll read it. Call me Elsa. I, no, no, I love it. Can, can I? Can I? Um, can I give you a suggestion as well? I've got a new game for Christmas. It's an eating game, which I want to tell you about straight after we play a track. Okay, you're going to love this. Brand new, invented by me. I think. I think this, as well as your delayed Christmas, that could catch on. Search this mm-hmm. new game. It could be the thing for 2021.
let's get on to the good stuff, right? The good stuff, I'm talking about food for Christmas Day because it's nice actually in this way because you can just, you don't have to cater for anybody else. If you just, if you're in a small bubble, it's selfish. It's selfish Christmas meal, which is what it should be really every year. But, you know, it's just <laughs> nice to, it's nice to, you know. You, I normally you have, better hope your family don't listen to this. Mate. Oh, they all listen. But I have normally have about 20 of them over. But now it's normally like, oh yeah, he likes a bit of that and she likes a bit of this and da, da, da. And now I can just go, Oh, just me and my wife. First, you admitted that you wanted to run away from them, so you booked the holiday to get yeah. away. You, you said that, and now you're saying, oh, I'm actually looking forward to a, a Christmas with just us four. I didn't say looking forward. I just said it was a different kind of shopping and food approach. My point is, as but, well, but, that's glazing over before you try and destroy my relationship with my siblings, <laughs> my, my brother-in-laws, anybody else. I know. I was going to say, what is your chocolate of choice? What's your dubba? What you got in the house? Ooh. Do you, have you just got one? No, multiple. <laughs> which, which multiple? Uh, well, uh, well, uh, celebrations have to be in there. Yeah, I think that's a that's a Christmas like Dubai. You open that. That that yeah. it's just a. Um, well, so we got we got Ferrero Rocher. That's a standard one. I think yeah. most of the, the the older sort of people like those ones. Yeah. Um, you do the got, heroes as well. We got, we got heroes. Yeah, heroes oh, is okay. another. Yeah, it's another take on celebrations. Yeah. And then we've probably got some minty stuff because people like minty kind of chocolates. <laughs> Right, I love mint. There you go. See. So, have you got a little collection as well, Kedge, or have you yeah. just got? So, so I think I think everyone's got a little bit extra this year because obviously, well, what else can you do? So, I've, I've got the mint matchsticks, which are game changing, and then for do the you, first do you time, stand, do you stand next to one with your shirt off just to kind of feel muscly. <laughs> compare. Well, I just line up alongside them. <laughs> uh, let's play find the kedge find the kedge what a game there you go that's now that's better than any game at christmas time but <laughs> but um, you've mentioned heroes we've never had a heroes box in our house and this what? year we got a heroes box good aren't they what do you reckon i think it's my new favorite box oh, okay because it's got double decker and it's got crunchy i mean i don't need anything more in life I did not know about this in the heroes. It's like a revelation. I know you're right. Okay, so so brilliant. I love the fact that you got you guys got your chocolates. They, so they should do is, a hybrid, by the way, yeah, uh, right. a mix of celebrations and heroes. Oh yeah, like um, galaxy yeah, like, caramel. Yeah, like the secret lovers that run away together. Yes. You can like make a little romantic story. They broke out of their factories, went against their families, like the Romeo and Juliet of boxes, chocolate boxes. But can I just say, in this this discovery of the new box, I'm going to put it out there. I think roses is rubbish. Yeah, it is. I think I think roses has ran its course. I think it was very much 80s, just mm. about into the 90s. I don't think people eat roses anymore. No, no, you're right. Yeah. It's like roses would would sit perfectly next to a Ford Cortina. Correct. You're, you're like, yeah, all right. It was good back then. We've got a bit of nostalgia attached to it. But other than that, I yeah. wouldn't buy one now. What, because, you know, why... because the new generation, I've noticed, don't like that strawberry one. They don't like the orange one. They don't like the, that, that long stick chewy one. And I mean, I still do, but it's only because it's like I'm reminiscing. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, you get stuck in your teeth and all of that. Yeah. No one liked the coconut one. No one no. liked the one with the big the walnut in it. They they were sort of they were sort of like bad bad versions of celebrations. Yeah, bad versions of it. Like, oh, I can see you're trying to be a bounty, but it's a bit of a waste. It's like it's really a hard bounty, and your tr the triangle was okay, that greeny turquoisey triangle. But the color of that always reminded me of like one of my mum's suits. That's so that's it felt a weird. Street, isn't it? Uh, 
Oh, is that quality shot? Yeah, quality shot. It might be. I might be gonna be. Well, anyway, can I tell you my game? This is the game, right? Because look, look at this, right? right. So the, the game is. Um, well, it's. I started off playing it on my own, and then I introduced it to my wife, and I think there's something in this. Ooh. Is um is if you take three celebrations, miniatures, whatever they are of any kind, and, and like give them to someone else and they don't know what it is, they close their eyes, they put all three in their mouth at the same time and they go work out what the three are, right? It's a brilliant game. Number one, you get you get three chocolates. Number two, it's harder than you think because like things like bounty will cut through. You go, okay, I've got the bounty coconut but when i did it i had a bounty a galaxy caramel because this is in the celebrations box um a bounty caramel, and a mars but with the galaxy caramel and the bounty you couldn't get the mars the mars missed it went under the radar mm. and that's a skill and you have the three wrappers in your hand and you reveal the three wrappers to them it's a great way of clocking a box between two people and if it's if three is too much if i've got a big gob you can play it with two I, but i think that's i was easier. gonna say three in, in in one go that's that's quite difficult tommy Bruv, i was thinking about playing around with four tonight so don't right so, <laughs> okay I mean, we all know how big your gob is. We did yeah. that chicken nugget thing. Remember a few years ago? <laughs> exactly. You know what? I was ready because I thought Ken's going to go, oh, that's disgusting. Shoving all that chocolate in your mouth. Oh, it's revolting. That's encouraging obesity. That's what you're doing here. Right? And I thought, this is the same guy. I was ready to say, and this is the same guy that told me and you to eat as many nuggets as we can in 60 seconds. Um, we did and it. He also actually did. We, he also made us eat as much water press as we could in 60 seconds. And he also sellotaped us up in boxes and made us punch our way out. So the, this is a, so I think you'd be down with this idea, Kedge. There you go. You, you fulfilled all my fantasies. I loved it <laughs> while we were at the BBC. Um, anyway. Um, Are you saying I fulfilled your fantasies while I was at the BBC? Like you, that kind of makes up that we had a thing back, back then. No Maybe fantasies were fulfilled know. in the making of any radio show. It's official. Okay, what do you reckon of the game? What do you reckon of the game? Oh, I think it's a brilliant game. I, I actually want to try it now. I really want to try it now. It's a brilliant game. Um, and, and your game reminds me of, of this story that I read this week. And this woman kind of played a game with herself, actually. And she, it's incredible. And I thought, I've got to tell you this about uh, the, 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 the story. Because I think you guys will obviously connect with this. And I reckon maybe, Tommy, you might want to actually get involved with this. There's a mum of four who's revealed how she's eaten Christmas dinner every day for two decades. And she still managed to keep her size 10 figure. Her name is Jane Winteringham. And she began tucking into roast um, at the start of 2000, the year 2000, all the trimmings. Um, and she said, she said, it's actually, it sounds like, oh, it's a pain in the backside to do. She goes, but it's not that easy, difficult. You just bang it in the oven, bit of veg, but, you know, roast potatoes. Um, and she's had over 7,300 roast dinners. And I'm like, wow, now that's a game and a half. That, don't you get bored? I'm just putting it out there. 20 years, same food, like... What, every day? Yeah. No, or, no it can't be. Because 7,300, well, 7,300, there's 365 days in a year. So you can't have done it for 20 years. It is, it is. Oh, no, you're right. Because 10 is. years will be three, will be 3,650. 7,300 divided by yeah. 365. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. I, that felt like too little. No, you're right. So, wow, every day. That's alu, veg, gobi, God. And it's kind of healthy because you're getting a little bit of everything in there, aren't you? 
And if it's roasted, if it's roast meat, and you know, she might, hopefully she might've done, like I could mix that up. I could do that actually. You'd have different kind of style of potatoes. You do sweet potatoes, you do different veg. You might do a little nut roast one day, do a little kind of something like that, as well as in chicken and turkey and anything else. So I've say fair play. I've, how is she? How, sorry, this is sound like, you know, what does she look like? Is she like, is she, yeah, does she look like she's in good shape? She was in good shape. She said that she's maintained her size 10 figure throughout it all. She's obviously, what, 65 now. She looks, I wouldn't say she looks 65. I'd probably, you know, 63. But other than that, she's fine. Oh, 63, a, a whopping two years off. Yeah. Uh, very good. That, that's, she's on that side of it. But look, look, fair play every day. I don't think I could eat the same thing every day, no matter what it is. I like, like, I don't do a shop for a week's time. I have to shop for the next couple of days and then I'll go yeah. back again. Do you see it? Because I don't know what I want. My wife hates it. She's an accountant. She's organized. She wants to know that we've meal planned, calorie counted everything. And I'm but, like, no, nah, I like to go, go with the, go with the moment. You can't, you can't do that though, because some days you might wake up in the morning with like, I fancy this. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes she might even wake up in the morning, look at me and go, yeah, I don't fancy this. <laughs> has been sort of doom and gloom this week uh i came across a story which absolutely made me laugh and i thought you know what i got yeah. i gotta tell you boys about it and and and, and you know like I, this this kid needs a big up like kids have been doing some pretty wild stuff the last few mm-hmm. weeks there's all sorts of stories happening but this one i thought took it to another level so there's a 12 year old kid um he's in year eight of his school um mm. you know school's a bit boring at the moment not much happening christmas is coming up so he thought I'm going to throw a school disco at school, at lunch, <laughs> in the school toilets. <laughs> oh, so he had a rave. He had a rave in the toilets. He had a rave. He had a rave. He, he took all of his um, DJ equipment out there, um, snuck it through the sort of back door that, that you know, could get into to the toilets. No teachers knew about it. 
and um, you know had um, disco lights and everything. And he and he and he was there was a rave going on for half an hour before a teacher found out. So oh. music music's playing proper speakers. Music's it's playing all... proper DJ got speakers lights everything in. Invited all of his mates and had a little party at lunchtime. Wow. That is brilliant. I mean, it's a great idea. He, well, he, that, could be the, he could be the next Bill Gates or something. You know what I mean? That's proper forward planning, futuristic thinking, that is. I thought, and, and do you know what? Like, the, the kid got into trouble, obviously. Um, but, you know, like, I think he, he, you should give him a certificate for kind of using his <laughs> initiative, stuff like that. Yeah. He actually, he actually, all right, so he set a rave up. And then in the rave, he was selling chocolate and LucasAids and stuff like that. Guy's a businessman. <laughs> and he DJed himself. And he did, he basically threw his own party. <laughs> See, but what does that tell you? That tells you somewhere deep down inside of us, as human beings, even though this, this gives us a kid, we have the need to party. Like uh, today, I had music on back to back, just playing it loud in the house. Cause like, I'm like, I need noise. I need, I miss that feeling of a dance floor and speaking. Well, I would have come to that rave. I know it would have been a bit weird being in a boy's toilet. Just um, very quickly about this story um, uh, before we do move on is, is, is that obviously he got into trouble for it, but a lot of people have come out and sort of defended him. Charlie Sloth, massive, um, you know, DJ and came out and said, we need to find this kid because I want to, um, give him a whole new batch of DJ equipment. And I thought, oh, amazing. Wow. So this kid's basically going to be, he's going to be going places, I think, if he's getting the endorsement from Charlie Sloth. The, the closest action that we got to anything like that in our school toilets, in our secondary school, was... <laughs> I, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, we had this, we had this humongous toilets. I don't know why. There was, it was, like, I don't know how you'd expect, like, thinking about it now, they, they, it was, it was, the biggest toilet I think I've ever been in in my life in our school where where it just had like it was bigger than anything in a football ground like it just had rows of urinals like and and, and along the side along the, the you know the back of it and then around the front it had all the cubicles and it was so massive and the most we ever got to doing anything in there was we had a little game of cricket what did you use the dumps the, the, the urinal <laughs> Well, well, you know, I mean, if the ball went, if the ball went in the urinal, that'd be the end of the game. But, but we'd have a quick little, you know, sort of um, foot cricket. Mate, I do not want to know what kind of balls are being caught in your toilet. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's good times. How big does the toilet have to be to play cricket? I know, but it was, that's what I'm trying to say. It was, it was like a, a warehouse. This toilet was like a warehouse. I don't know why wow. it was so big, but it was like a, it was, it was the main toilet that all the boys went into. But it was like, like at any point, it was never full. Do you know what I mean? And obviously, there was about 800 kids in our school, but it was, it was, it, it was never full. See, it's also a sign of how clean your toilets were because if that ball is being bowled, bouncing on that floor, like if, if that was my toilets at school, there was always an inch of water. There of was course, always an inch yeah. of water across water. the whole of the floor. You didn't know if it was water or wee-wee, but you're like, man, yeah. just tiptoe uh, in, tiptoe out, don't splash, get out of there. Some days I had to get a boat across. To, <laughs> it's that bad, man. Start <laughs> so, so rowing your way. Yes, it. Oh, man. And talking of school stories... I think the best thing that I've seen this week, and I think, I don't know, I think I, I sent it to you guys as well. Yeah. And it was that, it was, it was um, the teacher who was doing the Zoom lesson. And then, and then she's got all the kids there and then someone lets rip. I still think it might be the teacher who lets rip. 
because it was it was one hundred percent the teacher. You see her, yeah. She blushes and she said, and the way she says in the clip, because obviously it's a Zoom call, so there's lots of different kids flashing up as their microphones are, you know, coming on as they're laughing. Mm. It cuts to them, so you see all the kids in the class, and they're all doing that kid giggle that, like, you know, nine, eight, nine, ten year olds, whatever, do when someone's farted. And it's the teacher. The teacher says midway through, they're all giggling. She goes. it's, someone may have farted and it was, may have broken wind or whatever she said pass win and if they did I'm sure they're very embarrassed by it and she goes all red as she says it so it was her so, it was her man it, it, is the, it, it is the best clip to watch if you need to cheer someone up or even if you need a laugh I and, think it is the best clip and I think it was quite loud for it to be a kid like it was it was quite like a full on one wasn't it <laughs> no it, wasn't, it was a bit strainy it was a bit strainy I think, was I, it uh, I thought it had some space I, I looked at her face a lot and it didn't she didn't like like a lot of people give it away on their face when they let one rip, but she didn't. She composed herself really well. But but I, but I loved it that it was all caught on you know on social media and, and Zoom and all of that. And I reckon I would have been a I would have been a, 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 a an internet meme as well if there was social media around when I was teaching because I had a, a humdinger of a moment when I was teaching, and I was teaching when I was teaching in Paris. Yeah, in, yeah, you're teaching English in 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 Paris. Yeah, and so I was teaching these kids, and 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 obviously you know a 20 year old kid he's he's even more energetic and he's a bit more you know sort of flamboyant in his teaching style as you can imagine. So I don't stop, stop for a minute, Sax. <laughs> Mm. Imagine flamboyant twenty-year-old Kedge, who's coming there, and you go, uh, you know, they, they say to the class in French, "Ah, oh, we have a new teacher, you know, for you. Here, here he is, come all the way from England. He's been raised at Harry Potter School. Uh, here he is. It's your Kedge, Kedge from Hogwarts. Welcome him in." <laughs> and then in he goes. Right, uh, can I just say, I would have loved for him to be my teacher at secondary school. You would have been, yeah, you would have been the teacher that got bullied. Satch would have robbed you at school. I did get bullied in that school. I, I got bullied in that school. The first question that they asked me was that, does your dad sell keyrings at the Eiffel Tower? That's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, it's, it's sufficiently degrading. It's stereotypical. It's playing on uh, racial stereotypes. Brilliant. Brilliant. They got you. No one knew. That's the best way to have dealt with Kedge, straight away. <laughs> Bam! Hit him. Hit him. Anyway, flamboyant Kedge. So you're dancing around, doing, so, doing, <laughs> teaching English via the medium of Katak, right? So yeah, so, so, so you know like classrooms would have like a, like a step, like a, like a platform where the teachers would teach. Yes. You know, I don't know if you saw, if you had them in your school. So this school had those kind of platforms, so I would obviously be higher than all the like kids. So yeah. sitting down, yeah, I could see them all. But obviously I was, I like to patrol that stage and sort of walk left to right because i remember our french teacher it was it's quite menacing but you can see everyone he keeps everyone on their toes you can ask people questions and i learned that from him so i was pacing it up and down and i was walking side to side and i was t- teaching them english and i was going da 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 whatever and we were trying to get them to repeat stuff and i i got to one end of it and i did a quick sharp turn but I didn't see that there was this TV jutting out of the, the thing. And I smacked my face straight into Ooh. that TV, knocked out, fell on the floor. And I got up and it hurt. Yeah. And I got up and, and, and like this teacher, I kind of went, I'm going to now carry on the class. So I just carried on. What, I just ignored it? I ignored it. And the kids were all looking at me because they were waiting for something. Like, what's, how is he going to react? And then I started laughing so much and they started laughing. And that was it. Uh, 
that we didn't get the lesson back on track for 20 minutes they just laughed and i just went you know what let's just call it a day was that as a teacher was that your bonding moment was that your like like oh look he's he's all right i think i think with that that class yes i bonded with there was other classes that i struggled very much with like when 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 i refused to teach them because they weren't listening to me and they were just making noise i'd walk into the class you know if you walk into a class and you ex you expect the children to all shut up really and, and pay attention yeah. this class didn't do it so i said to them i'm not going to teach you until we have pin drop silence here oh you're one of those and you know what one of the girls did what? one of the girls got up we bearing in mind we were on the third floor the school was quite high up kind of thing so we we're on the third floor she got up she went towards the window and she started hanging herself out the window what? and she said if you don't teach us i'm jumping out the window what what <laughs> what what that story changed and escalated <laughs> so quickly if you don't teach us i'm gonna jump out the window I tried, I'm, I tried as them and she trumped me back did she say in english or in french did she say i'm gonna jump out the fenetra or did in, she in english in english she didn't have to say much to be honest i mean when she's half hanging out her window and he's on my head well so what do you do do you grab her and pull her back in I'm out of the room and I'll look for the someone else, like another teacher. I was like, wait, 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 yeah. I'll teach you. I'm, I'm with this girl. Sometimes when I'm around, Kedge, I want to jump out the window as well, even now. Yeah, but that's that's when you want him to stop talking. You're like, oh. don't, don't say anything yes. more. Otherwise, if you say one more thing, I'm going to jump out the window. Watching The Stranger, which I can highly recommend on Netflix, which is brilliant. Um, Ked, you recommended last week Phenomenon, which is also on Netflix. Am I, am no, I getting that? No. Apple? 
Amazon. Amazon, Amazon, right. God, you know what? I'm flirting around all my different channels and mm. services. You can't I'm all keep over up. the place. No, I can't. I, I almost, yeah, you're right. Um, so anyway, the, the phenomenon is a documentary about um, alien potential, well, possibly alien visitations to planet Earth over the last 50, 60 years. So it goes back a bit and it looks at how it's all been kind of covered up in America. Can I correct you there? Not possible. Actual visitations. Oh, right. Sorry. There you go. Well, that's because, Ked, you, you know, you're a full believer. So actually, Kedge recommended it. He said, he told us, he goes, this is incredible. This program yeah. will change your mind. It's mm. been done by, you know, uh, pilots from these jet fighter planes and this, that, mm. and the other. Actual mm. credible sources are saying they saw some freaky uh, stuff. And actually, in this, in this documentary, you realize they all sort of describe the same thing. That was what I thought was quite, you know, yep. bizarre. It was, um, they all described the same sort of oblongy, smooth silver round thing mm. with no wings or no exhaust and things like that what did you make of it Satch? Let, let's hear let, you well, tell me i first. mean i think kedge has been banging on about this for a couple of weeks now uh, as he does with most things and um you know the way he was talking about it it sounded like it was going to win an oscar or something <laughs> like that i switched it on i switched the trailer was great trailer was yep. brilliant i thought okay yeah i'm liking this I thought it was the worst thing I've seen. It was so boring. Like, I just found it boring. I, I, you know, I think there's one thing maybe that I, 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 I took away after it. And I thought, you know what? Like there's so many of these sort of um, programs like this that are made in America and they have like a certain, it's made an American way. Do you see what I mean? And it yeah. Yeah. hit with people like us. Cause we, we're just like, mm, I'm not sure. Like, you know, it's all a bit weird. And I thought it, it, for me, it looked like a. It looked like something I get sent on YouTube. Oh, here's a yeah, YouTube link to yeah, some conspiracy yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was a big conspiracy theory. Yeah, Kedge gave it more of a pump than he did. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, the way, like the, way the, the missing, the way Kedge gave it a pump. I thought it was going to be like Independence Day, where someone opens <laughs> a spaceship and an alien pops out and we're like, oh, we've got this in a in a bunker and wait, blah, blah 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 blah. Wait, but none of that happened. Wait, wait, wait. Did you go and get to the end of this show? Yeah. I, I think I switched off a bit, but no, I didn't. I, I didn't no, but, but what happened in South Africa with that school was unbelievable. But it yeah. was in it was in um, Australia, not South Africa. Sorry, Australia, Australia. What happened in Australia? Are you sure you watched it? No, but I got confused because I've seen a lot of things like that. And then I'm worried about this new Corona strain as well from South Africa. I'm getting confused. Um, and also that material that they examined and they looked at the protons, and it was the first ever like instrument that we've got on this planet that can look at the composition of a material and they could not figure out the composition of this material because whereas our periodic table only consists of say i don't know 70 elements they said that this is coming from somewhere where they've got a periodic table of at least 200 plus elements yeah. I did, actually that that bit was quite good actually because so what what happens is basically they realize that one of the spacecraft things uh, got shot by a, a lightning yeah they say it was a lot of really bad lightning and that destroyed it and they reckon there might even be a body somewhere of an alien being held somewhere in a uk site um and that was quite good actually tell like now that i'm thinking back to it kids there are a couple of flashes of good moments yeah like yeah like, was it no, bill, Cl bill clinton you got him saying like you know i did ask you know, I'm the president. Yeah. Is there, is there any, he goes, it's the first question I ask. Kind of like, come on, let me know now. But um, they reckon that even then they, there's things that are ultra, ultra classified that not even the president can know. What I'm, is that? I'm, I mean, there's one thing that I did sort of take away from this and, and it was a, cause obviously there's been a lot of sightings, blah, 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 all around the world. And I've got to say like years ago, I did see something that was a bit suspect. And now I'm thinking about it and I'm like, do you know what? It was that, it probably was that. 
Just remind us, what did you see? Oh, I saw something like what was flying around in that program. Flying same, around in... Same South shape. London. Same shape. Exactly the same. It was about sort of... I never forget, it was that sort of like five in the morning when dawn was just breaking. And um, yeah, saw so, and I followed it down my road because Seth, I was just amazed by it. The reason why you didn't like this program is because they didn't interview you. You're just guided. No, mate. Like, I mean, I still to this day, I don't know what it is. I can't explain what it was, but it was something. And the thing is, obviously, I don't, I don't come back at five in the morning like, off my face like other people do and then say, <laughs> oh, I saw something. But this was legit. Like, I, and I still remember it. This was going back about 10 years. I, and I still I, remember it like it was yesterday. I remember you telling me this story when it, when it came yeah. down. You were coming back from DJ and you were like, mm. it was like, click curious anything. You're right. So look, it, it, it's an okay show, but I just don't think, like, I wanted more. I wanted more footage. Yeah, I, I'm tired of, why is it everyone who sees an alien is always three miles away? And what, like, oh, it was like all these, just were right next to me. Yeah, but then you're getting accounts, but they didn't have the photo. I mean, anything with the footage. They, anything drew, with, they drew, they all drew the same no. alien. I, I get that. And I, and I want to believe, Kedge, I'm on your side here. But what I'm saying is at the moment, I feel like I'm your barrister. And I'm thinking, Kedge, the evidence doesn't stack up. Like, it's just all grainy foot. It's like the Loch Ness monster stuff. Yes. I want to believe. I, but why is it? It's always grey and black and white, and at a distance mm. you see what look could just be a floater. It would. Yeah, there was a lot of floaters in there, and um, it was the the one thing was why was it all sort of based in like the sixties and seventies and fifties, and what about now? Yeah. There's loads now. They, 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 it was a chronological sort of order of sightings and that what that apparently how they've been hiding it for all these years. Anyway, let's not dwell on it. I think it's each to their own. Watch it if you want to believe it. One more quick thing that I did take away from that is that the, the, you see the one aircraft where it just sort of went so quick. And I thought, wow, if we had our hands on that technology, yeah. I could be in Dubai in half an hour. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, it, it just, it, I think whatever it was, a few people said it, it kind of warms up a bit. Like, it doesn't shoot off straight away. It kind of mm. goes, it hovers. It's like it's getting all its boosters going, and then, Bang. boom, it's gone in a flash. Everyone says anything, gone in I a like, flash. I like that. Yeah, but uh, look, if, if you if you kind of want to believe it, then this this will fuel it. But it's okay. I mean, it's it's an okay series. I just don't think it was as groundbreaking, Kedge, as you, as you wanted it to be. Mm. Fair enough. Again, this is, you know, it's down to your opinion. I take that on board. I thought it was quite, I, I thought for me, it was quite an eye opener, but I can absolutely back the show that once again, I mentioned a few months ago now on the podcast, it's now on Netflix. It's finally arrived. It was called, you laughed at me when I, when I told you about it, Alice in Borderland. Do you remember? You said, oh, what? Yeah. What? on about it's here now i've started watching it and let me tell you it is brilliant and it's so brilliant that surjit on twitter has created a twitter account because he says tommy sandu and his crew never check my emails so i've had to create a twitter account just to tweet these boys and he said bruv you and tommy are gonna love alice in borderland it's sick Satch might not like it because it's got subtitles. <laughs> oh, now I, funny enough, Kedge, last night, like I said, I got, I watched The Stranger. Yeah. I, I hit play on Alice in Borderland. Yeah. Right. 
on the trailer, right? Oh, and yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Because basically, without this is not me spoiling anything, because all I've seen is a trailer, is it's set in Tokyo in a parallel world where the guys enter a gaming kind of universe kind of thing, right? So imagine, I think they all go to sleep or they wake up or they end up somewhere and then the whole of Tokyo is dead. It's like there's no cars, no lights. And it's like they're in a computer game and it says enter here to play the game. That's all you sort of see in the trailer. It's like, oh, what's happened? Um, and then I was like, right, I'm going to I'm gonna watch this, right? I'm in. And then my wife watched the trailer and I looked around at her and she say, she's a bit more like Satch. So she just went, what is this? You know, it's gaming, subtitles, Japanese, you know, like these are all things that, you know, that, that don't <laughs> spell out her kind of film. But look, Satch is shaking his head right now as well, right? You, honestly. Not for me. That, that's it. I thought the same thing. I, I thought, okay, so I, I went with The Stranger instead. I but, never liked Alice it looked, in it Wonderland, good. Alice in Borderland. <laughs> Alice in Poundland. Yeah, Sally, I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah, any of them. Okay, fair enough. Okay, right. So that's a good so one to watch. Watch that one anyway. Okay. All right. That it does look good. It looks really well made. You know, like it looks like it's top end. Yeah, it's a, good. It's a good one. Yeah, and wham bamma. Wham bamma. All right. So things we've learned then, people. What what have yes. you learned this week? Can I kick off this week? Of course you can. Um, so the thing that I learned was um related to um uh air stewards and stewardesses. Um <laughs> and how they've had to kind of change how they work um, in China in particular. And uh, Chinese, the Chinese government have come out and said to, um, you know, this sort of crew that work on the plane to sort of stop the spread of COVID, mm. you need to wear a nappy. What? Yeah. They're asking adults to, you know, wear a nappy, basically. So you don't have to keep going in and out of the toilet and sort of. Um, have more of a risk of catching COVID or touching a surface or this and the other. So just do your business in your nappy. I don't think I could. I don't think I, I don't think I could let go stood up. Oh, hold on. Is this for the air hostess and the air stewards? Yes. I mean, that is disgusting. As an adult, standing up, dropping it into your nappy, and then it's all squish, 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 sitting down, bending over, stretching, going up your back. It's going to come out of your nappy, come out the side of your legs. Come on. That's not an adult thing to do. I just thought it's a bit disgusting. Like, I mean, imagine if, like, you know, you, you're sort of sitting on the aisle and then the steward or stewardess comes over, you know, bends over a bit, you get a bit of whiff out their nappy while they're serving you your main course. <laughs> no, no, no. It's no, a bit no, horrible, no. isn't no, it? No, no, it's not. It's not. You know what that is? That's a, free co- that's a free COVID test because if you can smell it, you haven't got it. <laughs> See? Whereas if you've lost your sense of smell, if you're going, oh, I ain't got a problem with this, absolutely fine. Everybody walking around with a with a, with a, with a chuddy full of, you know, you know what, All right? There, yeah. Then, um, yeah, because it's like, it's front and back, isn't it? It's both, both ends. Both, oh, my yeah. God. I, 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 just the fact they're going to be serving your food and stuff, it feels a little bit wrong. Horrible. But but there you go. Um, just, a, so, just a very quick side note as well, just that's um, uh, sort of uh, flying uh, and being on a plane related is, um, obviously, I came, I flew with um, Emirates just now, and I give them a little big up because the tunes that they play when you get on the plane, out of this world, boys. You boys would love it. I want to kind of fight with you lot. Is, is it not Christmas songs? Because apparently so, you two, you no, two only want Christmas songs. No, 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 no. It wasn't. So obviously, like, I got on the flight um, from from Dubai last night. It was sort of middle of the morning. It was three in the morning. You know, you're in a certain mood, and I thought, okay, you know, I want to get on the plane. They play some tunes. So number one, I got on the flight. MJ, Human Nice. Night. Oh, beautiful. And three in the morning. Lovely. Next yeah. song, Bob Marley. Is this love? Oh, thought, okay, yeah. They were going next one, Toto Africa, and I thought, oh, I love that. I, I love. Re- that. I was ready to take off after that. <laughs> I, I was gone. I was, and I thought, you know what? Whoever put this little playlist together for Emirates, big up yourself because that oh, was that was noted. Heavy. 
Yeah, for a DJ as well, for yeah. Satch. Because, you know, it's about getting the mood right, the tone right, that, the song right. Yeah. The mood was so good, I fell asleep for six hours on the way back. Beautiful. I love it. I love it when that yeah. happens. Can we, just, can we just go back to Toto, though? Like, yeah. I mean, it's such a banger of a tune. I don't know their, their back catalogue or anything like that. Do Satch, do, have they made anything else that's anything as good? I don't think so. Oh, that, it's, that, that is just the tune. That's the tune you need in your life. So oh, good. K- 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 I know you want to sing it. Just, well, just I don't me... know the words. I don't know the words, but it just gets me bouncing. I saw the rain down in Africa. It's the kind of thing. It's the kind of thing that when you were growing up. See, this is this is maybe what's changed about the youngsters nowadays. When you were growing up, you would have that song on. On mm. top of the pops, because you'd sit yeah. on top of the pops, it would be on. You would watch it because you can't forward it or rewind it or pause it or skip it or go to the genre of music you like. Yeah. It was pop, and um, and that's why I think we got exposed to like that Bon Jovi, Guns yes. N' Roses, or whatever. Whereas now, when I look at my like kind of eighteen, nineteen-year-old nephews or whatever, sixteen, and they're like straight hip hop, and that's it, or whatever yeah. it is, grind. I, I don't know that. I need it. a little variety, mate. Little variety bucket. Yeah. I agree. I, I, yeah. I said the reason why I love the '90s so much: hip hop, R and B, house, Brit pop, American oh. like you know guitar stuff, like all the Nirvana and all them lot. That was indie. all coming through. Indie. It was all coming through in the '90s, and you could go out to a club with like three, four, five rooms, and it'd be the party room. You'd get the guitar stuff. You'd get it. God, that is particularly when you consider like what's going on in the world now. That feels like an, another planet. It feels like, yes. oh, yeah, you, there's another planet out there in the solar system, and this is how they rave. Yeah, I mean, it'd be amazing. So, so anyway, but, uh, we're going on a flight together, boys, with yeah. Emirates is what we just, just, Well, I think you need to DJ on an Emirates flight. That would be the ultimate. Oh, yeah. you, can do what that, you can do what that boy did at that school and set up your decks in the toilet. Um, well, toilets that no one will be using because everyone's wearing nappies. So it's all, it's all yours. So it'd be your DJ booth. Wicked. Was there any Phil Collins on the plane? Uh, no, I th- there was, I think, on the way out. There was yeah. Phil Collins, yeah. That's oh, what I mean, Phil Collins. When, when I was losing Heathrow going over there, I did hear Phil Collins, you're right. Oh. Man, they've got their playlist on point. Anyway, the things I learned, I know it's a good one, and I thought, it, you know what, I'm going to keep it to the theme of Christmas. So, you know the, the, the song of, of the 12 Days of Christmas? Yes. Right? Little, little trivia question. How many presents in total are delivered over the 12 days? Ding, 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 ding. Oh, so, so is it like, are you, are you making it do 12 plus 11 plus 10 plus 9? So in total, I, I, I could. You've got a partridge every day. Yeah. Go on, let's have, let's have a random guess. What 54, do you 54. 54. No, 54. no, it's more than it's about, it's about 85. 85, no. And this is where the genius comes in. So obviously there's 12, partridge, 12 partridges, so it's 1 times 12. Then you've got two doves on for 11 days. No, and, and no, no, why is it, whoa, 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 why is it 12 partridge? Is and a partridge? Oh, oh, you mean every time you saw, oh, I didn't do that. Oh. Then you've got hens, calling birds, you times them all together. Here's the magic of this song that I discovered and I thought I want to share with you. 364, boom. Wow. And the next day is Christmas. That is amazing. I thought that blew my mind away. I love that little bit of fact. That is a good fact. Like, if it's if it's true, it's correct. Do the maths. Yeah, aliens exist. They they landed on Earth. I'm just saying, same guy, same guy uh, who's telling you that. So I, I would just want to do a little bit of verification. 
Well, and, then, and as a part two to that as well as, a, as, a, as another little Christmassy sort of um, uh, a fact added on to that as well. Um, why won't Santa lose any of his Christmas presents this year as he's traveling around the world? Because he's got his sack and trace system in place. Very good. Is is Santa still rolling around this year, or, or, yeah. or what's yeah. the crack? Like, can what's he come to tier four areas? Yeah. yeah, he's still allowed. He's still allowed to remember those social distancing. Is he going to be in a Christmas hazmat suit? Maybe no one will know because you're not going to see him. But the, but every all the government ministers have advised people to leave some um, sanitary hand, uh, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, towels or a bit of soap or something, you know, right. uh, gel around so that he can clean his hands before he touches everything and then clean his hands again after he's eaten the mince pie. Very good. Well, well covered. Well, funny enough, after watching all these kind of um, alien programs and uh, various other kind of conspiracy theory programs, I don't know how, but I stumbled across a fact this week that I want to share with you. And the fact is that the UK, the, get your head around this, the United Kingdom is the worst, well, or the best, how do you want to look at it, the most worst because it's most prone to tornado territory on the planet. We should have the worst, it's a fact, we should have the worst tornadoes ever. We are in a position to get it the most. So, so, so it says here, when you think of the UK, tornadoes likely aren't the first thing that comes to mind. But according to the National Climatic Data Center, the UK actually does have more tornadoes relative to its landmass than any other nation. So we have lots of little mini ones going on. Basically, you know when you were at school and you saw the carrier bag going round and round and round in the playground? It's the tornado. 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 <laughs> I'm not buying that. That is the that is the biggest pile of bagwas that anyone has delivered on, on not, what have you learned? I'm finishing I'm finishing the podcast on a whirlwind fact. That, that was terrible. When was the last time we had a uh, tornado? Oh, we have them all the time. That's what he's saying. It's Maybe a, it's a toilet, but uh, there's, we, there's no other tornadoes happening in England, bruv. I'm saying relative to our landmass. So in America, they have massive ones very rarely. We have regular-sized ones quite often. It's like going to the toilet. I mean, the way 2020 is going, we might have a massive one before the end of the year. Who knows? Anything, Who knows? Anything's possible. It says this is, so while Argentina, Bangladesh, New Zealand and Japan, um, as well as America, are all known for them, um, there's nothing quite so classically British as a tornado. Tornadoes are British. This is our thing. We're just saying we should, we should, you know, embrace it. Those little, I, I just, I remember enjoying those in the, in the corners of playgrounds, all the dirt, all gathered up together, all the leaves swirling around. That's us, man. Those are our tornadoes. Uh, so there you go. Th three, I think three good facts. Drop them. That's a Christmas day. Little drop it into conversation, Jobby. I've got one more um, quick uh, little bit of fact rounding up to do, and that's the fantasy football uh, Ooh, league oh, that we have, the Brownload oh, League. Yeah. And um, we ain't done this for a couple of weeks, so we should give a big up to the to the top three. And we've had a we've had a, a new entrant. Uh, oh yeah, go for it. Free, and his name is Aditya Nugraha. 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 Now yeah, say it like you're not Asian. Aditya Nugraha. <laughs> yeah. He yeah, he's he's the, yeah, not the old Graha, the new one. The new one. He's in um he's in third with eight hundred and ninety-nine points. Anjit Singh is still second with uh, nine hundred and two points, only three points in it there, and still uh, out ahead by about sort of fifty-six odd points. Sukpal Tour um on nine hundred and fifty-eight points. And just a little roundup of um us three. Uh, Tommy's now gone into third position <laughs> out of us three. 
I'm only, 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 only by six points, I must say. So he's, it's not, he's not far. And he done better on points this week than he did with uh, Kedge. He done better. Yeah. Points. And I'm still second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did better than you. Kedge yeah. is um, still with that. And um, I've got to say, I'm in the top 10 of the brand. I'm, I'm number six. You are doing well, such You're flying the flag for us three this year. Yes. You've yes. got like a 90 pointer now. Is it funny? But by yeah. the way, can you, uh, cause again, like I keep saying, I'm new to this fantasy football league. And now I'm kind of getting more into it this year than I've ever been before. But mm. why is there like a game week every three days? It's like, oh, new game week. Oh, new game week. New game week. New game week in the middle of the week. Around, week. around Christmas. Get a midweek fixture oh, list there. What? I was like, well, what calendar are they using? It was throwing me. I was like, I was all over the place. But very much good fun and nice to see so many goals being banged in as well loads of loads of great entertainment and can we just talk about to, uh, Tommy's wobbly that he threw when he found out there was a game week in the middle of the week because we had to we had to deal with that I had to deal with that at like four in the morning in Dubai he took to Twitter a public, public platform to rent yeah, it, it annoyed I, me I, I was he woke me up at four in the morning in Dubai and he was moaning how about how how there was how, how dare there, you this, ladies and gentlemen, this is what you mean. Look at what you're doing. You're ganging up on me. This is like, this is, this is, you're trying to outmuscle me. I'm not going to have this. This is the truth. This is what happened. We do the podcast like this, ladies and gentlemen, right? We do it like this every week. We're chatting away and we even talk about fantasy Premier League and all that stuff. And I always say to these boys, I don't really know what I'm doing. I have to watch videos online because I want to get into it. And I want to learn a bit more about it. And it's actually increasing my love for football, which is great. Right. But none of these two little sneaky little like like maneuvers, right? None of these two mentioned. Oh, by the way, we've got to update your team by tomorrow, right? Which is what it was uh, last hey, week. Uh, my excuse: I'm in a different country. Time zones are different. I don't know what I'm doing. I have to do do it to those time zones. So I, it was in Kedge's um, sort of uh, yeah. area to I be was responsible. Busy. I'm sorry, Sat. Just remind Tommy when he needs to empty his bladder as well next time as well. Thank this, you. This is, what, this is what he does. See, this is a classic thing. This is what can I be honest. This is what people. It's what people in, in like who are the the mean people in relationships yes. do. They manipulate the right. Manipulate the fact. <laughs> go, oh right. So I'll just. He takes it to the extreme. So I'll just tell you when you have to go for a wee instead, shall I? Mm. Like, no, we're all like mates supposedly. Then because I told you, I said, you guys, you guys did that. Sachin took to Twitter first. Man, oh, can anyone please remind me when I need to? Remind and tell me to stop being whatever, whatever, right? So I then replied. I was like, "Oh, you're bringing family issues. This is issues between us as a family. You're bringing it to public. You might as well be Kim Kardashian right now, the way you're tweeting about what's going on in our family." So I'm over it. I've realised now it's every man for himself. I'm coming for you, and I'm coming for you as well. Merry bloody Christmas. <laughs>